Hello, ladies and gentlemen. It's Michael C. Bouchard, the host of the Night Stalker podcast. This is season two, episode 187. And what we're going to be talking about today is profiling. Now, here's the thing about profiling, which most people don't realize. Profiling itself is a basically a term used to describe people that are looking at people because of specific race, color, gender, religious backgrounds, uh, sexual backgrounds, whatever you want to have it. But here is the mistake that people don't realize. That use just like, that word just like systemic uh, and words similar to that are just um, trending words used by the media to get a reaction, used by specific uh, you know groups to get a reaction. And I find that profiling, especially in the term law enforcement, isn't really a, uh, really isn't there to describe profiling in itself. It's basically there as a, a buzzword, okay? Because what the, what the population, the civilian population, do not realize, and they haven't caught on to this, and I'm going to bring it out because you have a lot of these special interest groups like Antifa, Black Lives Matters, uh, so on and so forth, always, always using the term, and the media itself, using the term profiling. However, in law enforcement, in, in the world of reality, there's, there's two types of profiling. There is profiling, which is based on what we had already discussed, and there's criminal profiling which are used by police. Two different animals. Criminal profiling basically has to do with profiling of unusual behaviors or people in an area where there is an abundance of crime. What I'm saying is, if you are living in a residential area and there's break-ins and somebody reports a white van in the area, what are the police doing for when they're looking for that van? Are they profiling? <clears throat> or are they criminally profiling? They're criminally profiling. It has nothing to do with the nature of anyone's race, religion, sex, or creed, or so on and so forth. <clears throat> it has to do with given conditions where crime is being involved, that specific vehicle, like that vehicle, or persons that do not belong in the area, normally you might find them. If you have break-ins, say there's break-ins in your residence or around your neighborhood. There's break-ins, you know, they've been occurring on a regular basis. Are police profiling? Well, they're not profiling in the terms that everybody else wants you to believe they are. They're not profiling as a, in terms of Profiling as, as far as race, religion, color, or creed, they are criminally profiling. Again, separate different animals. What they are looking for are people that would not normally belong in an area at a certain time of day or up to suspicious activity, which 
make, makes one believe that there's crimes being committed. What is the what is the most effective tool in law enforcement? Criminal profiling. Not profiling as far as race, religion, sex, or creed, or whatever, but criminal profiling, <clears throat> which is an attempt to identify criminal activity by whether profiling for certain vehicles, uh, unknown people, maybe even known people. Criminal profiling very rarely, if at any any time ever, has anything to do with the, the profiling that the media uses, the buzzword, the buzzword, uh, the group, special interest groups. Because what these these groups and media are trying to do is they're trying to steer the average citizen down a road that sells. It's not a road of truth. It's just a road of they want you to go down the road where they want you to go because, let's face it, there's always a benefit. Okay, criminal, criminal profiling has been used by the media for, not criminal profiling, but profiling has been used by the media for a long time. Why? Because it's a buzzword. When people see the word profiling in print here on TV, automatically they tune in <clears throat> because they believe somebody's racial, religious, so on and so forth, rights have been violated. That's why they use that word. <clears throat> they don't use the correct term because the correct term would imply exactly what it is, criminal profiling. Now, with that in mind, you have to realize, regardless of what color cop you are, what religion, yada, 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 criminal profiling has always been around. That's what catches criminals, criminal profiling. If you know that a crime is occurring between 8 at night and 12 midnight, anybody in a specific area is going to be profiled. Why? Because this is the times that crimes occur. And since criminals do not wear little signs on their back saying, I am a criminal, I'm going to break into your house, steal your car, steal your catalytic converter, you have to profile. Just like vehicles that a person will call, you're in your house, you see a car that you don't know from being in your neighborhood, but he's going back and forth, you see him around, you call. Why? Because you yourself are profiling, criminally profiling. Okay, you don't know who the driver is, you don't know what color you don't know anything about them, but you know that vehicle doesn't belong in your neighborhood. So what are you doing? You are profiling. <clears throat> As a matter of fact, any of you who call the police because of an unusual circumstance occurring anywhere on your property, on your street, wherever, what are you doing? You are profiling. You understand? So <clears throat> to inherently say that police profile, criminally profile, yes, we do. But you profiling too. The average profiling of the term that the media or these interest groups want you to believe, that type of profiling? No. Just like people that you stop and they say, oh, you, you stop me because I'm this color, I'm this, I don't believe it. You know what? Let me tell you what. I've been doing this job for 30 years. When you pull up behind a car, it's very, very seldom are you going to actually be able to see into the car to see. You don't know, it could be an old lady, could be a young kid, could be black, could be white, could be Hispanic. That's not the reason you're stopping them, okay? You're stopping them because of a motor vehicle violation that's been, that was observed. 
And let me just give you some FYI, people. Uh, you who are the um, the Matt Locks or the Perry Masons, when you sign your driver's license, what you are doing is you're signing, and you are saying that if I am stopped, I will produce this as a form of ID because your driver's license is not a privilege. It's not something you own. The state owns it. The state has the right to allow police officers to use it. Okay? If you say, I'm not taking a sobriety test, when you sign the back of your license, that means that you will perform a sobriety test if you're requested to. Okay? You don't have an option. So what I do, because this is how I play the game, I'm not giving you my driver's license. Well, good, because I already got the license plate of the car. So, assuming you own the car, yeah, I know the word assuming isn't good, but you know what? We can both play the, you, if you want to play games with me, I'll play games with you. So, believing you are the owner of the car because you're operating the car, and you do not want to provide me your driver's license, all well and good, because what I do is I type a, up a thing to the Department of Motor Vehicles, I send them saying, hey, they signed their license and they're failing to comply with the agreement that they made when they signed the license. Therefore, your license gets revoked. Suspended is one thing. Revoked means you don't have it anymore. You know, so think about that one. You want to take a field sobriety test? Uh, fine. And can I keep, you lose it for six months? You drive your license automatically, but even better... You send a letter, we send a letter to your the Department of Motor Vehicles stating that you're failing to comply with what you, you agreed to when you got your driver's license. Then, it gets revoked. Try getting those back. Hey, just saying, you know. You see, here's the problem. With all these indemnity acts and all these groups whining and getting the getting the media all all crazy because the media wants to make money and get coverage and all the legislatures who've never been in a patrol car and think they know how to solve crimes. And you know what the funny thing is about legislators? They're the first they're the first crybabies to call the cops. Oh, he's parked in my parking spot. Oh my god, there's a bad there's a, a car I don't know on my street. Oh, somebody threw a tin can in my yard. But they're the first ones to cry like little girls, but yet they're the ones making the they're they're the ones making the law so law, law enforcement can't do their jobs. Just like in Connecticut, and I, I'm going to reiterate this: these morons just passed all these juvenile uh, reform bills, which in essence, if you really read them, it doesn't mean anything. They're stupid. Whoever whoever wrote these laws. Just needs to find the nearest bridge and just jump. You see what happened in Connecticut. And I'm kind of I'm kind of going on a tangent right now, but in 2012, because the legislation was having trouble getting minority votes, what they did was, and let's face it, in the inner city, the majority of the people are younger people going to jail are minorities. That's just, that's a number. That's a number, a geographical statistical number based. That's what happens if you, if the cops are patrolling in a white neighborhood, more white people get arrested. If it's in a minority neighborhood, more minorities get arrested. But people don't want you to believe that because 
it doesn't it doesn't suit their it doesn't suit their uh, cause. But the fact of the matter is that the legislators decided, well, you know what? In Connecticut, let's let's raise the juvenile age all the way up to 17 and under. Well, 16 and under was good because at 16, let me see, at 16 you can get a driver's license. You can do a lot of things at 16 you couldn't do at 15. So they want you to be a, an adult on one side but, but a kid on the other. And it was because, well, you know, Johnny shouldn't be put into the system. Well, parents, maybe you should have whooped Johnny's ass and he wouldn't be in the system. Okay? Stop making excuses for your kids. You know? And now what's happened in Connecticut, we have such a... Uh, the, 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 crime, the crime throughout the, the United States, after all these indemnity uh, laws, is going up 43%. And the civilian population is finally getting the clue, or getting the point, that, geez, maybe these indemnity laws weren't good because now the cops aren't doing their job. Well, it's not that they don't want to do their job. They can't. Why? Because your legislators who are now bitching here in Connecticut that they don't understand why juveniles are involved in so many crimes. Well, because of you, idiot. You're the ones that pass these stupid laws because you wanted everybody to be your friend, so you got votes. You thought nothing about what was going to happen down the road when you do this. Um, so, you know what you get? You get what you pay for. Simply said. Now, we know that the majority of the crimes <clears throat> are committed by juveniles. We know this. So, if you're home at night and you see some juveniles sneaking around your backyard and you call the cops, well, then you yourself are profiling. Because this is a juvenile. This is a protected one. I mean, the, protected, the protection you wanted, right? You know, you didn't want anybody to go to jail because they were juvenile. These are the people you're protecting. Now they're sneaking around your backyard trying to steal your car. And, you know, really, if, if you're one of these people that had voted for these these rights and all of this stuff, you know, these indemnity this, indemnity that, and you think people should be able to do what they want, honestly, I believe, this is my personal opinion, you have no right to call the cops. I don't care what happens. If you didn't want our involvement to enforce the law when we were doing it, and it was actually working, believe it or not, the crime rate was going down for a long time until... Everybody got into their little trendy fits, sissy fits, because they wanted everybody to be do what the hell they want. And, you know, third world country America. Don't call us. Don't call us. It's simple. I mean, if that's what you want, then abide by what you want or wanted. And now you have. Don't call us. If you think we are profiling, you're absolutely right. We are criminally profiling. We are not profiling people because of their because of their color of their skin, because of their race, where they came from, their religious beliefs. Their sex. We don't care about any of that. It doesn't matter to us. We are there to catch criminals. Okay? 
we are not there as an embassy for racial equality. We're not an embassy of religious equality. We are there to catch criminals. That is our job. The other social social stigmas that go along with it have no concern to us. We don't care your color. We don't care your race, your religion, your creed, your sex. We don't care about that. We're there to stop people from committing crimes. That's what it is. We criminally profile. It has nothing to do with profiling as the media and all these little um, extremist groups want you to believe. It's not, they got nothing to do with that. So the next time, you, before you call the cops, maybe you better consider yourself a profiler. Because what are you doing? You're profiling. That's just like if I'm driving down the road at 3 o'clock in the morning and I see somebody standing in the center of a, a Walmart parking lot. Am I profiling if I can't see him? No, I'm not. But I know, even if I can't see if it's a guy, uh, woman, if I can't even see any of that, all I know is that 3 o'clock in the morning, there should not be anybody standing in the police, in the Walmart parking lot. Am I profiling? Yeah, I am criminally profiling. Am I profiling because of what race they are? No. It's a condition that would not normally exist. That's what you profile. People in places that they don't normally belong. Areas where there's high crime rates. People are in those areas. Why? To commit crimes. If you don't profile, you don't catch criminals. Criminals do not come up to your car and say, hey, I'm a criminal. I'm jumping in the backseat. So the next time you think about calling the police, just remember you're profiling too. Right? Come on. Admit it. You are. So on that note, just remember profiling and criminal profiling, two different things, two different meanings, two different reasons, two different effects. So with that, this is episode 187, season number two of the Night Stalker podcast. I will see you. Episode 188.